With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. Whether you're a person of faith or not a person of faith or, or a different faith than me, uh, I, I, I think we're, we're lovers of liberty, aren't we? And we want to see uh, religious liberty, economic, financial liberty, political liberty. Uh, we, want, we want to see our children grow up into a land of freedom, not tyranny. And, and that's what we're here to talk about. And we believe that there is an essential element to this whole thing, and that is that, that God in his goodness has given us principles for a free and just nation for all people. And uh, we're going through a book written by a, a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Marshall Foster. It's called The American Covenant, uh, The Untold Story. Uh, before we jump into the next lesson, I wanna just pray. Father, uh, we're so thankful that you love us and that you never sleep. Lord, you've never taken your hands off the wheel. You're not on a coffee break. Lord, in, in fact, you say that you ordain every one of our days, that every one of them has been planned by you and you're working all things together for good for those who love you and who have been called according to your purpose. God, I, I think I love you. I wanna love you more. I wanna be a wholehearted, all-in follower of Jesus because he wasn't a religious hypocrite. He was a Jewish rabbi who understood who his father in heaven is. And he is the kind of person I want to be like. And so God, I ask you to, to uh, cause my dry bones to come alive. Cause the dry bones in this nation to come alive like we read about in your scriptures and form a great army of compassion and love and faith and courage to do what needs to be done, to see a rebirth and a reforming of this country on the biblical principles that made it the greatest country in the history of the earth. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about tonight. I wanna share this, <clears throat> this next lesson with you out of the book, The American Covenant. The hardback is not really available. There's a paperback. So this, uh, this lesson that we're talking about on today, day eight, is this. Consider the consequences if America succumbs to a godless socialism and communism. Just, just imagine that for a minute. Imagine if the land that was formed by the family of faith who love God and love their neighbor and, and apply God's word to every sphere of their life and, and in doing that wrote the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution as best as they could to honor God. Imagine if the United States of America succumbs to a godlessness and a secularization of our country. What would that mean, not only for the people in our country, as in our children and grandchildren, but the people in other countries? Imagine the people in behind the bamboo curtain or in the, and the iron curtain. Imagine the people in those nations where religious liberty is illegal. 
If the great fountainhead and the great protector of religious liberty, the United States of America, if that fire of freedom goes out, what happens to the rest of the world who looks to us for that kind of uh, source of liberty, or at least an example of liberty and a protector of liberty, particularly religious liberty? Think of other countries where the family of faith is underground, where they're severely persecuted. That would be dire for not only us and our children, but also for men and women and children around the world. The United States of America is the one nation on earth that not only was built on godly heavenly principles, but it's the nation that has the liberty, the freedom, the resources, the, the property, and most importantly, the form of government that is capable of protecting the freedom of faith, not crushing freedom of faith. We have the form of government that, does, that, that allows for tyranny to be checked and stopped because it's built on biblical principles, because it is empowering we the people to elect our own leaders, not be told who our leaders are going to be, but elect them and then allow us to hold them accountable so they never get out of control and, and, and get so power hungry that they turn into dictators and tyrants. We have the capability and the freedom still and the resources and property to protect freedom, not crush freedom. And so we, we cannot afford for the sake of our children and the world to let that go. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian Healthcare Ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. This is a very interesting point that, that, that Dr. Foster brings out in his book. He says, many of our missionaries today go to other countries and they're embarrassed because they don't know how to answer a certain question. And one of the, the telling questions about our churches today that comes to a missionary is a, is a question like this. If your God is so powerful to save my soul, right? They've shared the gospel with them and now they're asking the missionary, the Christian, the, the person that's come from America in the church, if your God is so powerful to save my soul, is he not powerful enough to save my nation? Look at my nation, we're in poverty. We have, we have no political freedom. We have no eco economic freedom. 
We have no religious freedom. Can your God not save my nation? And if he's so powerful, what has he done for your nation in, a, in, in the United States? And many missionaries don't know how to answer the question because their faith and their teaching about God's ways have been confined only to personal saving, personal freedom and liberty, not to national freedom and liberty. And this is not talking about nationalism. I'm talking about, is God powerful enough to not only stay in the small sphere of your heart, is he big enough and powerful enough to also save your marriage? The answer is yes. Many of you are living testimonies to that. So am I. Is he powerful enough to save your, your family? How about, how about your community? Can he restore and bring life to your nation? Yes. Yes, he can. But unfortunately, many people in the family of faith have never been taught this out of God's word. That's why I'm so excited about what I'm learning in this book right here. Um, the great spiritual principles of nation building that could result in a national transformation in these lands are not being imparted from God's word. But God and his word do offer liberty, not only for our, our personal lives and our homes and our family, but also from external tyranny, from governments that want to shut down your faith that want to shut you down economically and destroy the, the ability for you to work for your family and destroy the ability for you to choose your leaders, good leaders of character. That's what we want. But God's word, if we apply it and we acknowledge his sovereignty, that he is in control, that's what that means, and we apply his principles to every sphere of life, we can bring freedom not only to ourselves and our homes, but to our nation. The people of the world need to know that a godless, atheist, secularist, socialist, and communist worldview cannot hold a candle to the personal transforming and nation regenerating power of God and his word, God and his ways, God and his principles, God and his gospel. Don't hold a candle to it. Isn't that exciting? That's, that's, that fires me up. And the people of God, and that's not just Americans, the, the family of faith is an international family all over Asia and Africa and Europe and North and South America and Antarctica and Australia and all the continents of the world contain the family of faith. And when the power of God is working in the hearts of God's people, it transforms their hearts. And then people with transformed hearts transform their marriages, transform their communities. Their children are blessed. And, and, and those children rise up and take in positions of leadership in business, in arts and entertainment, in, uh, in, in, in um, media and politics, and begin to bring blessing to all people whether they share their faith or not. That's what made America so great. And that's what people need to see. And they need to see a, a, a reformation in America. They need to see a rebirth of these principles in this country that is strayed away from those principles. We're too busy looking at the new, what we think is the new shiny principles of secularism and socialism. It's not new. It's old, it's not progressive, it's regressive. Back to pagan ways before the good principles of 
heaven and the gospel came to bring us life and liberty out of tyranny. And we need to get back to that. And the world needs to see you and me initiating a revival. Let's not wait for somebody else to do it. Let's you and I do it. The world needs to see that. We cannot cut the gospel message. For those of you who know it, those of you who are fortunate enough to understand about who Jesus is and what it means to be a follower of Jesus and you've experienced the power of him in your heart, we must not cut, cut that power away from his ability to transform an entire nation and the entire world. We had a great awakening in this country. We also had a second great awakening. Y'all, as, as my brothers and sisters say in the South, we've been asleep. We need to wake up. And I believe this is what all of this chaos and, and, and everything is going on in our country is about. God waking us up from our sleep. We are on the verge of a great awakening. And I'm so excited about it. Let me read this quote to you out of the book of Isaiah, the great prophet of Isaiah. I love the prophet Isaiah. I want to end our time with, with some scripture. Isaiah 58, 12 says, and it's vital for us today. They that shall be of God, they that, that belong to, to the Almighty, will build up the old waste places. I have a friend that told me he thinks America has gone to seed. And if you know anything about gardening and farming and crops, when something goes to seed, there's no more fruit. There's no more fruit. There's no tender leaves left. It's, it's, it's gone to seed. It means it's, it's where you're ready for the winter. In America, if we've gone to seed, it's time to build up the old waste places. You will raise up the foundations of many generations. We're going to build the foundations that will be for our children and our grandchildren and great-grandchildren for many generations. And you will be called the repairer of the breach. When there's a hole in the wall, we, we're going to be the ones to repair it. The family of faith will repair the hole in the wall and protect the precious principles that have made us such a, a special nation. Not for our own benefit, only, but to be a shining light on a hill to shine to others so that others can see that God is good and he loves us and he has a plan for blessing. We'll be a, a repairer of the breach, the restorer of the paths to dwell in. We're going to restore the paths to dwell in. Many would like to, to, to sort of cover over the ancient paths that lead to timeless truths, not us. We're going to clear the, the, the debris. We're going to restore the paths that lead us to timeless treasures and truths that bl bring us blessing and hope and freedom. Now, I spent last early this morning, about 4.45 this morning, answering some of your comments, praying for some of you who have friends and family members in the hospital and on hospice I love praying for you. And I see many of you answering others with questions. And I love that. Keep it up. And let's continue the American Campfire Revival. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.